Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. That's why the word is coming first. I just changed the order around. So that our, our, our thinking, let me say it in Yoruba, sorry, <laughs> so our, our head will be correct. Our uh, thinking will be right. But Hezekiah rendered not again, everybody scream it, according to the benefit done unto him. For his heart was lifted up. He didn't have an attitude of gratitude. Watch this. But he had the words of gratitude. He had the songs of gratitude. But he did not have the attitude of gratitude. I'm going to repeat that. You can have the words of gratitude. There's another thing the Yoruba people say. That is, I've said thank you. What else do you want? You know, let me rest. You know? I have you, uh, you didn't say that. Oh, oh, sorry. Thank you. Thank you. But it's not from the heart. That's what the Yoruba people call, I've given it to you. Now let me rest. I've, I should be one thanksgiving. I've given you your thanksgiving. When you give thanks without the proper attitude, it's not sufficient. God accepts it, but it's just not sufficient. So that's why I spoke about insufficient gratitude and sadly because of what i explained earlier on the culture that a lot of this younger generation and, and not only the younger it's true all you know not for, after all in the time of hezekiah there was no gen z praise the lord so it has nothing to do with generation alone you know it, it has all, everything to do with the heart of the of the person you know when you think about ah, look at what god has done for me in fact, take, 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 take the attention of me and just say, look at what God has done. Forget you now. Who are you? you what is your life? It's a vapor that appears for a father. Look at the heavens. Look at your body. Look at the great things God has done. That's enough <laughs> to thank God for. Now, of course, he does some things for you too. But don't let, don't let your thanksgiving be centered around you. It's bigger than you. You don't thank God just because of you. You thank God because of who he is. Hallelujah. Oh, you didn't get that. You, you don't just thank God because of what God did for you. That's a self-centered thanksgiving. A thanksgiving... Whose foundation is firstly, I'm thanking God because of who he is and what he has done. Forget about me. Put me aside for the meantime. Amen. Then in addition that I now also thank God for what he's done for me. So that, that it, is, it is only with that understanding that you can give thanks continually. It is only with that understanding that you can, in everything you can give thanks. Most people do God give thanks in everything. Because their, their attitude changes with their situation. When everything is fine, you find them like Hezekiah. 
Immediately God healed, he sang. There was this, there's a psalm somewhere in the scriptures. You know, a psalm, oh, you know, I will, uh, thank God in the land of the living and all that. But God knew that this man's attitude hasn't yet changed. And it was, watch this, this is revelation knowledge. It's hidden wisdom, but it's there, you know. And it was to call his attention to that insufficient gratitude in his heart that he only gave him 15 years. Trying to get that because any deep thinking person knows the scripture, you know, 120 for Moses, 120 in Genesis, uh, 70 to 80. Uh, if you add 15 to what it was, it's, uh, you should have gone back to God and said, uh, God, why 15? Then God would have said, It's your attitude. Then he could have extended it. He didn't, he, he did not need to die when he died. But because that attitude did not change, he died. And it was in those extra 12 years. He died at 55. He must have been for 30 something, you know, when he got healed. That he had Manasseh. Manasseh was just a kid. He was only 12 years old. But without the right influence after his dad died, Manasseh just, he went overboard. You know, became one of the worst kings of Israel. Thank God he repented later, and I think because of his father in heaven, you know, and he finally came back. But, uh, you know, too much damage had been done. And it was only shortly, a few generations after that, that God allowed Nebuchadnezzar to come and carry them away into Babylonian captivity, as he had said. So this attitude thing is very important. And that's what I want to emphasize today. As we go into this Thanksgiving... Go and check your attitude. You, like Hezekiah, you can sing the right songs just simply because you got some blessing two weeks ago or in 2022. You know, you, you, maybe you got a new car or you got this and that. But still, you know, some attitude has not yet changed. The attitude of gratitude. Because, not just because of what God has done for me. Don't let it be a self-centered gratitude. But because of who God is. And what God has done. I'm just a part of the big picture. And I must see the big picture that is bigger than me. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody here. I, know, I, just, I can't seem to hear you, but, <laughs> you know, maybe you're not in agreement with me. Be, oh, what's this man saying, you know? But trust me, it's the truth. Now, when we give this spiritual sacrifice it is a refreshing to god look at romans chapter 11 i am still on my side god romans 11 and uh, look at verse 36 this is beautiful i saw as i was preparing you know i, I prepared this over the weekend you know <laughs> i've been preaching from this scripture for years then i saw something fresh it was it was always there i guess i always knew it you know like i if you look at that uh, illustration of the soul you got the subconscious you know before it comes to your conscious mind so it was in my subconscious mind but with light it now went from my subconscious mind into my conscious mind your subconscious is what we call your conscience that's where you get the witness of the spirit it is when you now open your will that it now moves from your subconscious to your conscious mind. So it says, For of him, 
and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. I, I preached this over the years. This shows a cycle. A life cycle. Before anything was created, angels, nothing. There was only Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, this is the new insight I just got. There are only three persons. Father, Son, separate persons, but the same life, same attitude, same nature, same character. That's what we mean when we say God is one. It doesn't mean it's one person. It's not one person. You can never understand love and God if you do not understand the Trinity. Because if you can't talk about love to one person, Love is relational. So that's why, that's why God is love. He cannot be love if he was one person. Hey, if you can't receive it, just chew on it. <laughs> you know, you get it later. Praise the Lord. Now, these three persons of the Godhead now begin to create. And they create things. So they have to take from themselves take out from themselves life and power to create. And like I've shared many times, you know, uh, this is just a natural illustration. It doesn't mean it's exactly how it is because I think there's an overlap in the functions. But just for understanding and definition, the Father is like the architect. The Lord Jesus Christ is like the con con contractor who supplies the material. And the Holy Spirit is like the builder. Like if you're building a house. So that delineates the functions of the three persons of the Godhead. But like I said, this is just general definition. I think there's an overlap. I, I, I think, you know, even in the design, I think all three of them have their input. Even in the supply, all three of them have their input. Even in the building, all three of them have their input, you know. However, that, that, being, as, that, that being said, you know, so when God takes something out of himself and he creates... He's taken power and life from himself. So when we give thanks, what we do is, is a cycle of him, through him, and then back to him. The, 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 the uh, feedback loop, the, uh, resup the uh, giving back to him comes in the form of thanksgiving from his creation. So when we give thanks, we are giving back to God a small measure of what he has taken from himself to create us and to create the universe and to create all the wonderful, lovely things we see. So it's a refreshing to God. Just like you are refreshed if you go and play football or some sports and all of that, and then you're feeling hot because you've expended a lot of energy. Then somebody gives you a cold drink of water. The way you take the water in, it refreshes you. Or you stand in front of a fan or an air conditioner and the breeze refreshes you because you've expended energy, you know, and you're feeling hot. That, 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 that breeze, that drink now refreshes you. That's what Thanksgiving does. That is why here in Psalm 50, we're going to go back there in a minute. You know, it, it, it tells us that, you know, is that, am I going to eat the flesh of bull and of goats? Physical things can never uh, refresh God. 
That is why he needs spiritual sacrifices. And the guys in the New Old Testament that had a revelation of who God was, had a deeper revelation than the others, understood that. David understood that. He said, you know, he said, offering and sacrifice, that would is not. You know? Uh, he, said, he, he said, I would offer a bull or something if he would satisfy, but I know. He said, but the offering of the Lord, I contrite heart. And I give thanks again attitude. See, thanksgiving is not words alone. It's not songs alone. It must come from the right attitude. That's the one that ministers deeply to God. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. So it, 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 refre- it refreshes him. And look at Luke chapter 24 verse 53. Luke Am I talking to anybody here? Hmm. Luke chapter 24. And uh, look at verse 53. Right, it's the last verse. He says, and they were continually in the temple praising and what? How can you bless God? How can, how can the lesser bless the greater? Normally it's the greater that bless the lesser. Because of this cycle. Of him, through him, and to him are all things. So there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, uh, it's, it's like a complete circuit, you know. It starts from him, it goes through him, and then it comes back to him. Some of it comes back to him. He said, all things. And that's where this uh, uh, insight the Holy Spirit gave me was, he said, that's the three persons of the Godhead right there. I said, Lord. Talk about opening my eyes that my behold one does it. I have been reading scripture all day. I never saw the three persons of the God there. Of him. Through him. To him. Of him. One person of the Godhead. Through him. Second person of the Godhead. To him. Third person of the Godhead. But like I said, it all, it, it, it all overlaps. But you see the three persons of the Godhead right there. You know. All things come of the Father, let's say. Then through the Son, and then back to God, the Holy Spirit. Let's give the Lord a super clap offering. Amen. I, that is, I said, Lord. I read that scripture for years. That This insight is, is fresh. I just saw it. You know, like I said, it's there in the subconscious. When you look at it, it's obvious. You know, but you know, it's, it's until God enlightens you, you'll be looking at the same scripture, you won't. You will not get that insight. I'm not talking to anybody here. Now let's 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 begin to round up this Thanksgiving thing. Anybody getting anything out of this? Right. So now, how do we do Thanksgiving? Let Let's go back to Psalm 50. Let's go back to Psalm. That's the Old Testament. But you see, God gave revelation to David in particular. You know, and then later on, you know, to others, people like Daniel, even Joseph, you know, I preached the message, Joseph had no Bible. The people who were very close to God understood that it was not the animal sacrifices. They did it because that was what God asked them to do in the Old Testament. That was the Old Testament law. And even before the law, the law was just formalized by Moses. They used to, they used to sacrifice animals before the law. Job was sacrificing animals. Abraham was sacrificed. There was no law then, you know. So, you know, they understood that the killing of the animal was only a physical 
uh, uh, gesture of what was inside the heart. In other words, if I do the physical sacrifice and the heart is not right, he said, even his sacrifice will be an abomination. The Bible says so. Hello? And you know, the same thing re- re- translates to today. If I do the singing, and I do the talking, and I even bring my money, if the heart of gratitude is not there sufficiently, to that degree, God will not be pleased with it. And I am very careful about my words. Everybody say degree. Degree just means measure. So attitude is, it means everything to God. I've said it many, many times and I'm going to keep saying it till Jesus comes. This Christianity thing is determined by heart. It, determ- it will determine grace. It will determine mercy, honesty, and humility. That's, what, that's, what's all about. that's the foundation of everything. Once, you have, if the, once the heart is right, the honesty, the humility, the, uh, it says, a, a, a broken and a contrite heart. He said, that will not disp- mm-hmm. That's what God is looking for. Once that is there, it will get mercy, it will get grace. Grace and mercy will bring life, it will bring light, it will bring wisdom, it will bring strength, and then all the other things. Most of people want the other things, but if that other foundation is not there, and it's something you have to maintain. Because many times when we get blessed, the heart changes. Look at what happened to Hezekiah. I remember, remember Uzziah. Uzziah the king. The Bible says he was, you know, he, he, he walked with God. Then God blessed him. And then when he became strong, his heart, there's something about material and physical blessing that deceives us. That's why it causes deceitfulness of riches. That makes you think that you are independent of God. That's Lucifer's original sin. That is why the Bible says that, you know, the, 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 the uh, love of money is the root of all evil. Point. Correct. It's Isaiah 28. The, 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 once, because you think that if I have enough, then I don't need God. After all, I can do it myself. And that's what's happened to this generation. I was talking about. People think, you know, the people who, who need God are, you know, rejects. <laughs> you know, those of us who are I'm intelligent, I can work hard, I make, have you heard of, you know, I'm a self-made man. <laughs> You're a fool. <laughs> there is no such thing as a self-made man. All men were made by God. And even if you're, you, yes, you worked hard, who gave you the wisdom to work? Who gave you the good health? Who gave you the strength? Like one man was telling another man, I think it was some politicians, and one guy was calling him his, his, his uh, 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 it's not in contemporary times, well, contemporary, but not in recent times. So don't think I'm talking about any particular person. You know, one politician was telling another politician, you know, I think he was telling him that, ah, uh, if not for us, you know, you will not have become governor or something like that, you know, that we're the people who put you there. And so the man was now replying to the person. He said, it's true. He said, but you know, there's none of us who has anything that somebody did not help. No man is an island. Go and trace your history. Somebody somewhere, maybe your parents were dead, maybe you are an orphan, 
and somebody adopted you or the government gave you a scholarship the government is somebody good government and it was through that scholarship you now went to university you're not a self-made man stop that nonsense it's the grace and the mercy of god through other people they may not necessarily be your parents they may not necessarily be people you know you may not even know who they are but you're not self-made you still owe everything you have to god when you were a baby did you bath for yourself did you feed yourself even if your parents if god forbid even if your mom maybe died at childbirth and people looked after you those people who took you you know cleaned you up you know put the uh, uh, water bottle uh, sorry the feeding bottle into your mouth and everything you owe them without them you would have died stop this nonsense i'm self-made I don't owe anybody anything. Everything I did, I did it by myself. Shut up. You didn't do anything by yourself. It was the mercy and the grace of God in the background that you don't even realize. The God who was girding you when you did not know him. Then you, your silly mouth. That, you know, uh, ascribing to yourself. You know, that's, those are the things that annoy God. And it comes from people who I'm going back to our Yoruba proverb. Because In other words, these people did not think, like I'm explaining it now, analyzing it now. What do you have that God through somebody did not give you? I'm going to repeat it. What do you have that God through somebody did not give you? Nothing. Jesus said it this way. Without me, you can do nothing. It has always been true, and it will always be true. Now, I think the Lord deserves a a standing clap offering for that. We're going to do a lot of thanksgiving today, but that one alone. Okay, you may be seated now. You know, you your parents, you owe God. Who made your parents? This physical body you have now came from the sperm and the egg of your father and your mother. That is why it says, honor your father and your mother. Because without them, there will be no you. Who are you? To open your mouth against the heavens. And say, we have made ourselves. It's in the Bible. There's this attitude of this in insult, of this attitude of a lack of gratitude these are the things that that god doesn't like and that's where pride stems from i've made myself you know i'm very hard working i'm very intelligent you know uh, you know looking back now you know when i give my testimony now although i used to even say it even as an unbeliever i didn't understand the bible like i understand it now you know i recognize that what i have it was god who gave me at that time, I didn't know God like I know God now. You know, I passed my exams. You know, how who helped me? God gave me the wisdom how to read and, you know, to get the syllabus. You know, they went straight into university from, from five. You know, I had a first class. Who helped me with all that? God! 
I can get up tomorrow and say, ah, you know, I'm intelligent, I'm brilliant, I'm all of that. That is pride. Where do you get your intelligence from? Where do you get your wisdom from? I think this year's Thanksgiving will be different. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.